Welcome to Marfa Public Radio Puts You to Sleep. I'm Chris Dyer, joined by my co-host, Zoe Curland, here to provide you a ticket for safe passage on a night train straight into Sleep City. Picture this. You're writing up a web article for the Marfa Public Radio website. In your head is a galaxy of words and phrases, proper nouns, adjectives, and all of the punctuation you'd ever need. Periods, quotation marks, semicolons, even an M-dash or two, floating in your noggin like a beautiful mobile. You feel your body floating into that space with them, light as a comma. Among these writerly tools, you find yourself wondering, how do I use these? What's the standard? Is this the correct syntax for the situation? How should I go about capitalization? Do I even use italics? Can I use italics? Luckily, you're in the company of a man of majestic editing prowess, Marfa Public Radio's news director, Carlos Morales. Here's Carlos Morales reading the NPR Style Guide. Introduction from the NPR Style Guide. The NPR Style Guide provides an editorial framework for journalists, including member station colleagues who create content for NPR, including its news magazines, website, social platforms, and podcasts. The Associated Press Stylebook is the basis for many of the guidelines that appear here, and exceptions to AP style are highlighted. In most instances, preferred spellings are based on Webster's New World College Dictionary, 5th edition. Additional guidance can be found in the AP Stylebook's Ask the Editor section. For broader questions that fall into the editorial guidance category, consult NPR's Standards and Practices Editor and or the newsroom's Managing Editors or the Deputy Managing Editors. The NPR Style Guide is not meant to discourage editorial creativity. Rather, it exists to help ensure a level of editorial consistency and excellence that our audiences have come to expect. As such, the style guide is a living document that will change over time. Updates will be reviewed periodically, and changes will be made when appropriate. Finally, this document serves first as an in-house style guide for NPR. And although it has been written in a way that should be useful to anyone who contributes to NPR platforms, there are some terms that will be familiar only to NPR journalists. These include references to Seamus, NPR's content management system. Some internal links will not be accessible to those outside NPR. Likewise, journalists who do not have subscription access to NPR's annotated AP Stylebook are encouraged to consult their own copy. Style guide entries for the letter C. Cabinet. Capitalize references to a specific body of advisors heading executive departments for a president, king, governor, or other government executive. 
For example, the president-elect said he has not made his cabinet selections. Mary Reed, the head of the Department of Revenue, is the most recent addition to the Reading, Pennsylvania mayor's cabinet. Lowercase cabinet departments when they follow someone's name or are used without a name. Martin Jones was named Energy Secretary. The Energy Secretary spoke off the record. But Energy Secretary Martin Jones, the Treasury Secretary. Treasury is capped in all uses when referring to the United States Treasury. Captions. Here are some specific guidelines for the various elements that appear in a caption. Dates. We use the day of the week. If the event took place more than a week ago, use the month and day. If it took place a year ago or more, add the year. But when a specific date is irrelevant, as with many stock images, consider dropping it altogether or just giving the year or writing something like, quote, last month or, quote, in April. Also, put a comma after the year if the date doesn't come at the end of the sentence. Wrong. On June 6th, comma, 1972, a star was born. Right. On June 6th, comma, 1972, comma, a star was born. Locations. This Dateline's entry in the AP Stylebook has a list of cities that stand alone. Any city not on this list should include either its state, abbreviated, or country. Use standard state abbreviations from the AP Stylebook, not the two-letter postal codes, unless in a complete address. Eight states are never abbreviated, except in full addresses. Alaska, Hawaii, Idaho, Iowa, Maine, Ohio, Texas, Utah. A state, state abbreviation, or country should be followed by a comma when not at the end of a sentence. Directionals. Generally speaking, identify people from left to right, putting directionals in parentheses. Mary Bean, parentheses, left, and Joan Jones. If there are more than two subjects, or if the subjects are sitting at a table, or are in an odd grouping, start from the left and list them clockwise. Joe Smith, parentheses, from left, John Jones and Amy Jackson. But give our readers some credit. If Martha Green is in the photo with Harrison Ford, assume our readers can figure out who is who. Use directionals only if they are really necessary 
to identify someone. Length. You do not need to summarize the entire story in the caption. If the caption is as deep as the photo, it's too long. Keep captions to a couple of lines. Repetition. Assume the reader looks at a page from top to bottom. You do not need to include everything in every caption. If the top photo says, Amy Morgan delivers the commencement address at Barnard College in New York City on Monday, and there is a second photo from the event, you do not need to repeat that it was at Barnard College in New York City on Monday. Once someone has been identified with a full name in the first image featuring him or her, just use a surname for later photos, unless confusion may result. File or undated photo. Don't use. It's jargon and useless, especially for the majority of stock images. Add a date to the caption if it's relevant for context. Credits. Should be initial caps only. Sometimes they are imported in all caps. Please keep an eye out and fix as needed. Also, credit style is AP, not the Associated Press. Don't put the same information in both the photographer and source fields. Wrong. Photographer, Jeff Brady. Source, Jeff Brady, forward slash NPR. Just use the source field, Jeff Brady, forward slash NPR. See photo credits. Handout photos. Credit the provider in the photo credit by placing the information in the source field, not as part of the caption. Wrong. This handout photo from the Montana governor's office shows Jeffrey March, who was arrested Thursday following a manhunt. Right. Montana governor's office via AP, parentheses, in the source field. Stock photos. Stock photos. When using a static image, such as a federal building, it's generally not necessary to identify the building in the caption language. Instead, write a caption that uses facts from the story. Wrong. The Internal Revenue Service headquarters in Washington, D.C. on March 23, 2015. Right. The IRS has contracted with an outside company to call people who owe taxes. Captured, kidnapped. Captured applies to combatants on a battlefield. Kidnapped is used for civilians and crimes. For more information, see NPR editorial guidance book. CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, not Canadian Broadcasting Company. Center, as a verb, takes the preposition on, not around. Revolve around 
is an alternative. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention takes a singular verb, CDC, on second reference. Chairman, chairwoman, do not use chair or chairperson unless it is an official title. For example, Fed Chair Janet Yellen. Claim, saying that someone claims something implies doubt on our part, so avoid using it. Says is an all-purpose neutral substitute and preferred. Claim can be used in reference to insurance and legal situations. Classical music. Titles are much more complicated than their counterparts in other genres. Many commercial classical releases do not have album and track titles per se, apart from the names of the main compositions on the recording. Those that do spell out the compositions and their movements can vary in approach, and the liner notes and digital listings are not always trustworthy. Capitalization within titles can vary tremendously by country of origin. The safest way to get a classical title right is to check it with a pro. NPR Music's Tom Heisinga and Anastasia Siolkas are NPR's current in-house experts. Here are some guidelines. For compositions, the general rule is to style generic names, those that simply describe composition types, key signatures, or featured instruments in Roman text. For example, John Adams' Violin Concerto or Beethoven's Symphony No. 5. In the latter case, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony is also acceptable. Or you can be exhaustive and write the full formal title. Symphony No. 5 in C minor, opus 67. But for such a well-known and popular work, it's usually not necessary. Works bearing non-generic names, the more artful titles assigned by the composer, are styled in italics. That includes operas, La Fanchula del West by Puncini, Compositions given pragmatic titles, Ravel's La Valse, and song cycles, Schumann's Dichte Liebe. Individual songs in a song cycle, or arias within an opera, are styled in quotation marks. Sea Snatch from Samuel Barber's Hermit Songs, Ombra Mai Fu from Handel's Xerxes. Note that in the case of opera arias, generally only the first word and proper nouns are capitalized. For example, This Journey to Christ from Jake Heggie's Dead Man Walking. Certain compositions have popular nicknames, 
such as Beethoven's Symphony No. 3, Eroica, or Haydn's Symphony No. 94, Surprise, which are styled in quotation marks. When titles include key signatures, the sharp and flat keys are hyphenated. Beethoven's Piano Sonata No. 14 in C-sharp minor, Moonlight. Chopin's Berceuse in D-flat major. The New Grove Dictionary of Music and Musicians, available in hard copy at NPR's DC headquarters, won't help with formatting decisions like italics, but is great for looking up the full official names of the old masterworks. Contemporary works can generally be verified with the label or institution overseeing the release or event. Clichés Try to avoid using hackneyed phrases. More often than not, there's a better way to say something without resorting to one. Climate change. No hyphen in all uses. Collective bargaining. No hyphen in any use. Collective nouns. In American English, collective nouns, class, company, family, group, staff, etc. take a singular verb. Commentator, commenter. A commentator reports, analyzes, and evaluates the news. People who post comments on blogs and news stories are commenters. Comparison cliches. Phrases such as an area the size of X number of football fields could fill X number of Olympic-sized pools about the size of a can of soda are hackneyed and don't tell the reader anything useful. Avoid them. Compose, comprise, constitute. Compose means to create or put together. She composed the song. The United States is composed of 50 states. Comprise means to contain. The whole comprises its parts. It is not comprised of its parts. Wrong. The jury is comprised of five men and seven women. Fifty states comprise the U.S. Right. The United States comprises 50 states. The jury comprises five men and seven women. Constitute. In the sense of form or makeup, may be the best word if neither compose nor comprise seems to fit. Fifty states constitute the United States. Five men and seven women constitute the jury. A collection of animals can constitute a zoo. Conceal carry, open carry. Hyphenate the adjective, open 
hyphen carry supporter. End verb. You can conceal hyphen carry in Texas. Do not hyphenate a noun. He supports open carry. Exceptions to AP FAQ. Congress. Only the president addresses a joint session of the U.S. Congress. Anyone else speaks to a joint meeting. During the State of the Union annual speech, the president addresses a joint session. Convicted. Takes the preposition of. Smith was convicted of multiple counts. Convince, persuade. Convince takes of, not to. Persuade is an infinitive, takes to. Court cases. Italicize legal citations, including shorthand references. Roe v. Wade. Roe, no italics, no quotes for headlines. Courtesy titles. In general, avoid using courtesy titles. Exception. Secondary references to the First Lady can include Mrs. when she is mentioned in the same story as the President, if it's too unwieldy to keep repeating her full name. Crescendo. A crescendo is an increase in loudness, intensity, force. Something doesn't reach a crescendo, it crescendos to a peak or climax. Criterion, criteria. Criterion is singular and takes a singular verb. Criteria is plural and takes a plural verb. Crowd estimates. NPR is not in the business of estimating crowd numbers at demonstrations or protests. Such estimates are easily open to challenge and hard to back up. Instead, use descriptive language to give a sense of the size of demonstrations or crowds. For example, the number of city blocks filled by people, the density of the crowds. Marfa Public Radio Puts You to Sleep was produced by me, Zoe Kurland. And me, Chris Dyer. Our executive producer is Elise Peppel. We hope you're asleep, but if you're not, Help us continue to read our boring documents and do our jobs well by donating to the station at marfapublicradio.org slash donate. And if you are asleep, this is us planting a seed in your subconscious. When you wake up, donate to Marfa Public Radio at marfapublicradio.org slash donate.